What's going on, everyone? Tanner Poppert here at Madrost and Poppet's Corner. And if you are looking for the best in physical media, make sure to go check out Bionic Records in Cypress, California. They have been in operation since 1988 and offer a wide variety of musical styles, whether it be punk, jazz, metal, rock, anything your heart desires. Go check out Bionic Records in Cypress, California. Go hit up Mike. Heck, tell him I sent you. Bionic Records, Cypress, California. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of Poppet's Corner. Uh, I got my main man, Mr. Tony Cole, here, the the legend himself. Always oh. appreciate you gracing your presence. Oh, brother! Uh, to you know, to the studio here and and talking some shop, and hopefully we Dude. can tell some fun stories. Oh, absolutely! Is. I'm grateful to uh, to be here once again. Uh, happy 2023, right? We haven't seen each other since the new year, so that's pretty awesome. We're we're setting it off right. Uh, yeah. So, and thank you again, T, and thank you for all the people. This is like our eighth or ninth one, maybe tenth one. I don't know. Bye. We're up there. We've done a few of them together. So, like, super stoked on it because um, I've done. You're the most I've ever done podcasts with, man. I've been inter- interview. I mean, I've had other interviews and podcasts before, but not like, not like my homie. Can, you know? can we talk about that aspect? That's that's a fun aspect to talk about because. You know, during the um, what transpired a couple of years ago, podcasts were popping up all over the place. And now that like it's kind of died down, all the podcasts, are the, these mom and pop podcasts that I call them, are like gone. These one and dones. There's so many less podcasts now because everybody's playing shows instead of being well, in the, stuck in their house and doing a podcast. Well, I also think too is that they realize how much work it truly is to make a really nice, clean, edited, you know, professional ones. I mean, yeah, you can just pop them open, but you know, to do the thumbnails, to do you know editing, if you have to do some, and then just uploading it to do that consistently, that's just a lot of time, you know. And then I think people they like the idea. That's kind of with me. Like I like the idea of it, but once you start really thinking about it, like there's a lot of time involved to you know to constantly pop these things out. You know, you can do one offs here and there, but you know, for what you do, you do a lot of work. This is, I mean, this is a lot of these things going and. You know, I think after maybe the tenth, twentieth one, if they even get that far, they just drop off because you know life gets in their way, or they're just not as dedicated. You know, like I say, it was fun in passing. You know, you know, but I think the beauty of it too, with having you know going through COVID, is that it gave a lot of people the opportunity to even start them because some have started and some have continued, and I think that's great. You know. just like all these thrash bands that we're listening to in the eighties and how many have risen to the top and how many have kept going. Uh, so I think it's, you know, you, you know, give yourself a, a hats off brother for keep going. Like I say, we're making one right now. We're in the moment, making another podcast. So badass. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Tony. That's a, those are big words coming from. Yeah, a, well, know. it's true. You know, you have the work to prove it. You know, I ain't blowing smoke up you. I pre- you know, I and that. and like I say, we've done what since we've been doing interviews since 2015. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's wonderful. Like, yeah, not to cut you off here, but yeah, because I was going through my archives, and I just wanted to see. I, I was like, how many have we actually done? Yeah, that's great. I was thinking about that. You know, probably maybe a month ago. 
because I, I I found a couple of ours, and then I remember saying that I have video of when we're in we were in there. Uh, we were doing back. It, what was that place called again? It was doing the radio. It was with Benny the Breeze. It was uh, um, in Anaheim. But what was the what was the station? The the station was KTST. That's FM what it was. Anaheim. I didn't remember the acronym to that. Yeah, I, I don't even know what it stands for. Yeah. But that was a lot of fun. And that was, uh, you know, I think they really even kind of before podcasting. And then you came to Covina to do our first video podcast together in my garage. And that garage was uh, just got finished, just got uh, upgraded. So that was really cool, man. And and uh, and once again, I've never even heard of uh, Lake, Lake Forest. I was like, well, you came from where? Orange County. I'm okay. I know where Orange County is. And then years later, I'm five minutes away from you. Like the odds of that, man. So, yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, I appreciate all the sentiments and and everything. And but I also appreciate everything that you've given to the world as well. We shouldn't diminish, you know, your uh, contributions and and whatnot. I always, I always, I think we we both are have done a lot in our respective fields of of art and in, in general. This is just another form of art to me. Is like yeah. podcasting and. And, um, but what I, what I was going to say was, um, you know, there's, there are a lot of people that have kind of come and gone and, and we'll get to what we have in front of us that we're showcasing and, yeah. and, and whatnot too. We could talk a little bit about it. Sure. And, and, but I was talking with my buddy, uh, I can't remember who, who I was talking to, but I was talking with a buddy mm-hmm. about, you know, certain certain eras of of music history and time in, in my specific life and we were discussing like you know he had mentioned he's like do you remember the airliner i'm like yeah like, oh yeah oh it? yeah and, uh and i was just talking about about all those guys at um richard's house you know the airliner and how much fun it was and how many shows and uh i used to do a lot of live art there and I remember he came through when uh, we just talked about with Tom Denny. Uh, we were doing live art, so I had a buddy Tom Denny who used to do live art together. Uh, TomDenny.com, another phenomenal artist, a great musician. Uh, he's just all around, just creative cat. So him and I used to do uh, live art at a lot of different venues, but metal shows were really fun, and we used to do them at the airliner. And so we were, he lived right around the corner. And he had an old truck, and we threw some of our stuff back there. But he threw some canvases and didn't realize that the totes are so heavy, and it's on the, in the bed of his truck. But when he stopped, it slid and it smashed my painting that I was working on, and I and I got like really upset <laughs> with him, and I was yelling at Tom like, how I do because he's always destroying, breaking my things. But it's part of what he is. And then Tanner kind of came up, and like we're outside, I'm like yelling at him, like you know, just. Cause I'm very upset, man. And then uh, Tanner came through, and I know it's kind of like shock for Tanner just to look on his face, like, wow, he's talking to him like that. <laughs> and he's like, what happened? And I kind of briefly, you know, in my, in my, uh, my passion-fueled uh, frustration, uh, explained it to him, and then Tanner, like, offered, like, to pay for it or whatever it was. It was real sweet. And uh, just kind of like to, to, to calm the, the energy you know, because he didn't know if it was going to escalate, which it wouldn't have. But like Tom and I, have, I'm always yelling at this guy. He's always destroying something of mine. So uh, it was it, it didn't 
that didn't surprise me, but I really didn't want like my painting that I was going to be painting that night to be damaged. Um, but the airliner was a great place, and the people that were running it were amazing. And Richard also, my friend Richard Bistrop, another amazing artist that would do a lot of live art together as well. <coughs> Excuse me. We've actually been doing live art together for 10 years now, which is and at all sorts of metal festivals, and he was playing his guitar at the airliner one time, and I was doing live art. It was a very special place, and it was a beautiful time. About five, six years ago, right? If you can believe it or not, it's almost been ten. Oh, it's almost been, been ten. ten. You're yeah. probably right. I know, right? Yeah, so, I guess. Yeah, because I brought this this album out um, to remind me of that time because this is like all I have from that specific time period. You know, yeah, this is this, this was made during the airline. Yeah, time. that's when I found out about you guys. Like, uh, well, I found out before, but this is this is the album that you had for me as reference and the album prior to this. So I knew you and your music through that album and the one prior. Right, but before we did Essence. But what I was getting to is, is I was having this conversation and we were talking about the airliner, and I had mentioned I'm like, yeah, that's like the only period of my specific career that's like almost dead. It's like dying. It, that whole because all the people that are that have mm. passed were from that time period. You mean Angie and and Adrian and, yeah. and I mean you know some of us aren't aren't doing well from that that era as well that 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 are still here. Um, that uh, you know when we lose them, that time period is essentially going to be erased. And I just wanted to document some of those times, or some of our favorite memories from the airliner, especially with with Metal Invictus, and yeah. just document. I think it's super important to document that. I would love to document it for me personally, and you, and for you as well. Yeah, we were both there. Yeah, no, uh, Adrian, uh, when he was alive, uh, he was a big supporter of us as artists. And because Tom lived so close there, we actually did an acoustic set. I was playing some hand drums, and Tom was playing acoustic guitar. And we are just doing kind of like a, just kind of like a free jam set, but we opened up the night. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, I was really nervous. I was like, man, we, this is just, what are we going to be doing? You're just going to be playing guitar. I'm just going to be, all right, in front of a bunch of metalheads that are probably very judgmental. And in, in the back of my mind, they're thinking how bad we suck. But, like, Adrian was so stoked that as we were playing, I was really nervous. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, just to like, just look in his eyes how happy we were just to be. And he thanked us. He was such a, a very, very kind and loving spirit that it's you know, the LA metal community has definitely taken a huge hit when he's not here. And which is very sad because it's like, it's like a double hurt because he just, it was so rare. He was such a huge supporter of not only the music, but the art as well. And that's very, very rare. But when he was alive as well, I almost got the impression that, that he was really special when he was alive. Like I yeah, knew, same. I knew um, Tom and I th- used to talk about it all the time. There's like there's certain people, and, and I I was hoping I would be one of these people where, uh, you know, when I go, it'd be the same thing. It's like no, like this guy is like truly unique and special, and 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 has contributes a lot that I think people to kind of take advantage of while they're here. Yet they don't really know how to how to praise them while they're here as well. So it's like a double-edged sword. And, and me and Adrian would always, we would always kiss each other's ass. He was always a huge supporter of, of Madras and like he loved my vocals, especially and, and the highs. And he, he just, he got a kick out of it and just loved 
what we did and with Caesar and and you know he got to I was like kind of honored that he did the uh, the the photo shoot for the into the aquatic yeah, sector. No, so, absolutely. Like he was a great photographer. Yeah, and and, yeah. and he'll de- always be documented. Yeah, that's with wonderful. Us. That's super wonderful. You know, yeah. But I just yeah, Adrian was a great guy. This album especially is is super important because some of these people that uh, contributed a lot during a time when you know. People just didn't give a shit. I don't know how much they give a shit now, and it doesn't matter because we give a shit. So who cares? Right, anyways. right. But during a time when like nobody was really doing this, and that we still had a, a community, and still had a a scene full of killer bands. And, yeah. And you know, during the pay to play era, but the airliner was something special because you didn't have to do pay to play to play no. there. You 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 know. I remember getting paid a few times to play there. Oh, that's and, great! Yeah, just to, you know, for gas. Yeah, that's that's, age, er, that's amazing. Angie was always. Oh. I, I just I will never forget those people. Yeah, and so you know, it just it's important for me to kind of document that and just cement that in history and just tell some fun stories and just reminisce because you know I I was thinking about it and I'm like yeah like that's like the only era of my career that's like dying out and it's like. Mm. Really, said. I mean, obviously, that was a special time and an underrated period for me, musically speaking. Um, just because I didn't know what I what I had at that point musically, and and obviously, we've done so much since in, into right. the aquatic sector. But this album really does hold a special place, you know, in my heart, um, just for the overall atmosphere and, and the time that that this took place. And I'm just very grateful to have it. I guess yeah, that's what I was trying to for say. For sure, just, you know. Because Do- it, it documents a time that's well, lost almost, and and then it's also uh, it's all in house, you know, pretty much. Everybody from Southern California worked on it. You know, I I feel, you know, it's not like you were outsourcing it to another country or even another state. So I I personally feel like it makes it even extra special because everybody on there was from California or living in California at the time, maybe not from it, but uh, yeah. Well, and well, to me, it was. Like I've had a lot of those in my life now, you know, being in a metal for so long. Uh, and then there's, to me, it was like, like, like there's no more anti club, you know, there's no more key, you know, the key club. There's no, there's a lot of, there's no more, uh, in Corona, there's no more showcase theater. Like those were all eras. And once those venues close out, that's a chapter that closes out. And that's kind of how I just, you know, I just kind of rolled with it as the airliner. It was like, oh, it was a chapter of my life. I, you know, that would never happen again. You know, Tom doesn't even live there. He lives in Arizona. He doesn't, like, live there anymore. Uh, you know, my life's different. You know, I live out here in Orange County. For me to even do that, as much as I did at the time, it, it won't happen, you know. Uh, but it's beautiful that at least you and I get to share those memories together. Uh but I, you know, I think it's just how it works, man. It, it, as through metal, like now in our our lives now, you know, it's a whole different chapter, you know. And I think doing all the like the airliner, it's just it's just a ne- one more step, you know. I, what I what I was grateful about it too is that when we were able to do live art, the whole remember the whole back section, the outside section, it was like a little uh, mini swap meet. There's a bunch of vendors that just lined up, and I thought that was really cool. And they had that little small stage as well, so bands wanted to play back there. Um, and then you had the bottom stage right by that bar, so it was really close to the bar. And then you had the upstairs, where it was all the wooden, um, long, it was real long and deep 
with wooden floors, so it was real bright in that room with the bar in the back of that. And then you go on the outside, they had, you know, you could probably fit, I don't know, almost, almost like 10 to 12 vendors. It was big when they had it all filled up. And that's what I also liked about it, too. They had a bunch of different vendors from all around, all around like local. They weren't just selling T-shirts. You know, some were just selling candles, and some were selling occult stuff. And it was just different. It was, it was metal, but it wasn't just like CDs and T-shirts and vinyl, you know, which is great. You got to have that, you know, for metal shows. But it was just, it was, once again, that's what I loved about those guys because they loved the arts, the dark arts, all of it. And they just kind of brought it all together. And they had a team that made it special because they all believed. They're all very sweet. And they all believed in the same goal. That's what made it so special. you know. And like I say, it's not like other uh, promoters and, and people uh, that make shows and do shows and do festivals here are you know not special. They're just, they, they look at it differently. They, they approach it differently. You know, they're musicians themselves to begin with. And so they're throwing shows, you know, so they can play the big shows and they can keep current and keep things moving, which is great. But majority of those that I found that they're in a band themselves. That's why they're putting all these shows on, you know, from, which is great. I mean, that's, I would be doing the same thing. Right. But those guys, I felt because they were a unit, they all worked with each other. They're all, they're able to take a lot of the stress because, you know, a lot of these guys put a lot of stress on themselves, just one of them or maybe two, you know, but they had a unit. And so they're they're able to focus on certain areas more, you know. And I thought that was really important. I, yeah, I think more people need to have a, a unit like that, just so you know. Hey, you can deal with the band. I'll deal with the venue. Hey, I'll deal with the manager of the place. Hey, I'll deal with the artists. You know, everybody kind of just delegates certain sections, so not one person has the whole brunt of the stress on them. That's how I feel about it. it and it was just a special time for me. Personally speaking, just because it's like L.A., a kid from Orange County that, and a band from Orange County per se that. Yeah, that's true. You guys came from know, Orange County. That wasn't just L.A. Right, but my point is, it's and you were like, different. You weren't brutal. You know, all super ultra techy. You know, you brought you know you brought that flavor, man, as you still do. You know. Well, thank you, and and but what what I was getting at is is you know, L.A. is kind of known, in my opinion. To not be as welcoming as it should be, as it's portrayed by documentaries or, or movies or this, that, the other. It's kind of like a dog-eat-dog town out there. So um, I, I think that that's those are, that specific reason is why Angie and, and Adrian are truly unique to me because they, they just gave a shit. They gave people an opportunity that even weren't from or um, L.A. Right. You know, they... They just did something very unique that I don't think will ever be done again in that specific town, or it'll take a few kind of years to do. Um, or, or it's happening right now. We just don't know about it because we're busy doing other stuff. Sure. Because there's a whole there's a whole underground happening. I know there is. It's this. We're in Southern California. There's new genres of music we haven't heard of yet being made and being deep with the culture with a bunch of kids rocking it. We were just, you know, lucky and blessed to be at that moment at that time, you know. But, you know, I have faith that there are good people out there. We just, you know, like I say, I'm not doing as many live art shows as I used to. I'm sure you're not playing as many shows, you know. But once we decide to go back into it, you know, we might be finding the new people. We'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to tell you a story of some great people that you have the ethos of, 
You know, let me share that with you because you guys are doing a great thing. You're going to love them up. So just keep doing what you're doing as long as you can, you know. And this is going to be a perfect segue into into what we have in front of us, too, because, you know, these releases that that I'm so grateful that to have your talents on it as oh, well is to be a part of it with man. the uh, Lost Lives series for me was, is is that as well. You know, it was a time that's that's lost. It's gone. Um, but. It's now documented for me, and it's just that, that's that I'm just so grateful to have those as well. You know, it's a it's well, another era of my life that I got to get back because of people such as yourself, and 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 uh, again, Rob Caldwell remastering it, and and just it, it, having that team. I guess. You know, you, we're all after the, that same goal for each of these releases. So it's just nice to have, you know, the two man partnership that me and you had, mm-hmm. two or three man partnership, and we just got it done. And it's now our. It's that's just it, and that's the beauty of it that you get it done. Yeah, like it doesn't sit on the shelf for years, and and it's cool that you know as we because you and I are both fans of. of that's why we're doing. That's why we're into this. That's why we do it because we're huge fans like uber fans ultra uber fans i feel and and so for being ultra uber fans that we know if there was one of our favorite bands or multiple of our favorite bands they're releasing these really cool lives or these demos like i was saying just before this like the you were releasing it it's not a bootleg somebody some person took it off you know uh from the sound guy and then just made its own copy and then selling it and try to make it. You know, back in the 90s, that was like a thing. Now it's the Internet. So, you know, you just upload it. And, but but for collectors like we are, like I want the tangible, right? And so we could see it. But this is, I mean, we'll, we'll have a, we'll shoot a better shot into it. But we did the artwork. I did the artwork for it in the layout. Um, and we, it was cool on this because we're working on, which I feel is important, the branding, right? It's cool to have a mascot. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a mascot and sticking with it. It's one of the smartest things you can do as any business because people right away recognize what that mascot is and what it represents, so it's even an easier sell to get their attention. You're like, oh, I like that. Like, I'm looking at the Iron Maiden Eddie, like prime example. You know, yeah, that CD right there. And I'm like, that is the, you know, best example and that's you know what dave mustaine tried to do with vic right uh vic rattlehead i love it i think it's one of the coolest designs ever um and so that's what we were trying to work with but it's more of a demo style more of rough and we'll find it later if needs to be or just keep it how it is but that's that was like the idea behind it because it's you know right yeah the brand it's it's the brand but like why we did it this way as opposed to going a full rendering like we would on aquatic you know, granted, we can slip in images later if we wanted, or or you can just look it up online. But uh, well, I think sacrifices. Yeah, they have to be made here. Yeah, but you know, the, you know, I, but I I think that um, it, it, having the mascot, especially during this time, because we were u- really utilizing it uh, more and more and more. You know, my dad was coming on stage. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, you know, in the costume and. Uh, Really was like a part of of the show, and still is a part of the show. You know, when when we play live again, he'll be, you know, 
the mascot and my dad will be up there. Absolutely. Rocking out, hopefully, and we'll just. But the, the, it that is a part. That's always been a part of our show. Right. Now we're just utilizing the image for us. Right. To where. Well, it ties in that demo, right? It's so, because that's kind of what it is. Like I, how I look at it, how I view it is like the artwork is you know not as high as I could take it render wise. But it gives the viewer an idea of what the sound's going to kind of be like. And like it's, it's going to be rough. It's going to be live. It's not going to be perfect. And so that's what's cool, I think, about the artwork. You know, we're doing it in the other ones because that's the idea. Like the other ones are polished. Like you look at the other ones, like oh, this is way more polished. And you put it in, you're like, oh, it makes sense. It's you're you're not you're not giving the viewer like a false sense of this is going to be something crazy and epic and super you know overproduced. You know what I mean? It's it's like you know this is. And that's the fun challenge for me as an artist is trying to like convey that. Like, how do I can, uh, you know, how that's the hard challenge, man. It's like it's, it's, to me, I'm like, oh, I can make this thing so much crazier. I'm like, oh, but I can't because that's not what we're going for. Well, and I specifically showed you the tracks, I think, while we were making yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we absolutely. had so that you could kind of get a, a sense of how the initial, you know, album was going to sound. And, well, and people, dude, what's crazy is, is you know, our numbers have jumped up because of, of the constant releases of the live stuff and what we got coming up yeah. for, for the for the band. And, and it's just an ever-growing of but, the band's catalog and career. And it you always, I always like to put stuff out there because I don't, I don't want to give people four excuses to support us. I'd much rather give them like 20. Yeah, I, I'm, that's, I'm know, a huge, like, firm believer this, of that. This album, this album, even if... Dude, the completest Madras had some of the most rabid fans. Because you're giving them opportunity to be so. Right, but they're they we have rabid fans, and thank you everyone for, I'm one for of that. Them. You know, that like truly give a shit about the band. It, it just it blows well, me away because it's like, as a fan, I would want this stuff from any of my favorite bands. Well, you know, that, that's that's one of the best things about. Being in a metal band, because I think metal is that and jazz is like the only I feel the people that in that genre really own albums. Country? No country? You know, I don't I I personally mean, I don't know enough people that listen to country to be like, hey, let me see your collection. Every time I knew a metal head like they got a collection, (laughs) every metal head I know has got a collection of something metal, either be shirts, CDs, vinyl, posters, flags, or all of the above. The, like, that's what I feel. Because, you know, in EDM music or hip-hop, I feel like a lot of it is just go online. You know, like, uh, when I do live art at a lot of these EDM festivals, I'd be like, oh, I love, like, this DJ is amazing. I don't remember their name, but do they have a CD? Can I buy a CD? Can I buy a... Even a vinyl? Can I buy something? You have a T-shirt? You have a, any sticker? Anything? They don't even have a merch booth. It always trips me out, man. It's like, oh, it's a shame. I'd be more. I would love to have a CD just so you know, it's a token of the memory. You know, even if I just burn, you know, I'll, I'll put it in, burn it, so it's on, you know, my iTunes or whatever. But at least I have it now. One day I'll, I'll pull it out. I'm like, oh yeah, that band was so that DJ or that so 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 cool, and you get to go down that memory lane because every album you have in your hand is a great memory lane. You're at a cool place to ha- be able to have the opportunity to pick it up. And that's all my collection is. It's my collection of happy memories. Yeah. 
Well, that's all my music is. For that's me. what my music. Yeah, my collecting my all my CDs and, yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I was at dope places to get them, or given by rad people, or worked with a bunch of rad bands. <laughs> well, in, in these performances here, like I, you know, speculated with, you know, in my press releases for it, it's like, you know, the the they are what they are. They're not perfect. They're not supposed to be perfect. What they are represents an era and a sound of our career. That's, you know almost was lost in time had it not been for all of our efforts to get this yeah. stuff out there yeah. and it, it does take a team to do that so you know i just i got it takes I, I got it takes focus to, my friend and you got that you got focus to follow through huge well you have to man as i as i as the artist i'm always after that next thing in my respective career respectfully and i'm kind of branching into another territory with my career now and getting into filmmaking document doc doing documentaries not yeah. really filmmaking i don't want to make movies or anything but Docu doc documentarian yeah documentarian um and right now i'm working on on the this heretic documentary uh, that who's, I have. Her who's heretic if people don't know well heretic is is a legendary you know, 80s band from... 80s thrash band? I would say power heavy metal. Power heavy metal. Power and speed metal kind of band. Uh, from the the mid-80s, they that got signed to Metal Blade and had a, had, had a huge, you know, a, a really huge career and a big impact on me personally because they're part of the, the Metal Church camp. Um, and Metal Church is my all-time favorite metal band, period, end of story. Uh, so it's like I get to be around the people that were there in that time period yeah. with Metal Church, and some of them played Metal Church. So like metal the 15-year-old in you is just freaking out. I love that. I love that. That's the best, dude. The, you always take care of the 15-year-old or 18-year-old. The teenager in you, like whatever that spirit is, that however the inner child or inner kid or inner, whatever you want to call it like always feed into that because there's part of me like i'm maybe the 40 year old tony cole maybe not happy with the 40 year old tony cole like how my life came out to be but the 15 year old one in me the 18 year old one in me is stoked like to 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 fast forward to be thinking like you're doing what you're, you're gonna be in your own metal band i'm like yeah i'm gonna play with a friend and we're gonna do some things like dude like at 46, that was the first time I'm going to be doing it. I've been a fan of metal since like fifth grade, like since like 88. You know, that's pretty remarkable. That's pretty heavy and deep, like to keep making that commitment to the genre and still, you know, making artwork. Like once again, I finished a cover today. I'm working on another illustration for an, an amazing uh, Aztec uh, thrash metal band called McLanthic Cootley. Uh, blessed to be working with these guys again for so many years i think almost like 20 years and um yeah i just showed you some of the stuff i did for a secret project you know and we just keep we keep we keep adding to the genre man like that's a beautiful thing we we keep expanding it hey now like i say now i get to do it musically which i'm grateful for with the, one of my favorite people in the world which i the, was the reason right there is the blessing like if we record music sure but i have an excuse to hang out with my buddy richard that's a beautiful thing. Well, and to go off of your point here, it's kind of amazing that that you're here now, and I get to tell you this as well. But you know, I I wanted to do a documentary years ago on the whole Orange County scene of our of our 
generation with you know the Hoagie Bar Michaels days. I know, that's, the showcase. Yeah, it's cool that you have it in the and, layout. And I I did an interview with you that never got released as well. We oh. talked about you know it, me and and Liz Gore came over to your place, set up lights. Oh and, yeah. And, that's right. Yeah, but I have the audio, not the not the visual, but I do have the audio. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, I remember that. So that was I mean, like the second time you came, or was that the first time? First or second? But my point is, is like I can now release that audio wise. That's and, true. And put that's some of that fun. And you know, um, but I, I think at that time I just had way too many people involved with the vision that I had yeah, in it my happens. mind. But now with all the support, it's like the perfect time. Like. I really feel I'm meant to do this. Right. Well, at 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 the time you're at now, right? Like at where you're at right now as a human, as as where something you can do without a band, because that's really important. Because if you're waiting with, for other people to make a thing, like you will just sit still and rot. You know, truly. That's why I always wanted to be a, uh, an independent artist first, and then be in a band later. Because I don't need I don't need anybody to do the things I do, you know. It's 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 more of a I want to, you know. Like I can I work with art by myself. I do leather. That's by myself. You know. I like to play drums because it's something that I can do with with other people. Like that's that's a beautiful that's magical. There's nothing like it. I mean, I've drawn and painted and sculpted and nothing like connecting, making a song with your people that you love. Are you kidding me? Like, there's a language into it. And then to be able to jam, just do freestyle jams with strangers and fall in love with new people that you're jamming with. Like, I've never had a conversation with you, but I jammed with you, and now we're best friends. Like, I've had that happen multiple times in my life. And shout out to all you beautiful cats that, oh, it's, but what what a gift, you know? Well, and I need an avenue to express myself. Yeah. You know, with, with me getting hurt and then just having all these wild ideas like when i was coming over to your house yeah uh, probably you know not in the best state of mind but uh, but really focusing that's the best on, time to come to my house man we'll but, straighten you up but i felt that's and that's what the power that you have for me personally in my life is like that that positive aspect and it just life needs more people like you in it you know oh and so oh, thanks t but, but uh you know, when I was coming over to, to your you? to your house, and uh, you know, I was just down on myself. I'm hurt. I yeah, I know. I remember that. Um, Dude, I felt it. I know I, how um, much you couldn't play guitar and how much I was crushing you. I so, just know you. You spent so much work and what, what, time. But but I wasn't. I wasn't um, really bummed as much as I was bummed that like I I um, I that 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 was my only. Avenue of oh, so creativity, I, I, I yeah, so I, I could like express myself and okay, and so I with doing these these projects with you, the Lost Life series, is, yeah. that really got me out of my funk. And then I got to, yeah, they had the idea to do this heretic documentary where oh, okay. it was like the perfect band to do. The band's been around a long time, they're really only known for like six months of their whole career, which and they're is, close by. Well, yeah, not only that, but like it, I just thought that was a huge travesty and just not, not right you know that band should be known for other aspects than just this one member joined and then went to metal church after yeah and and that's because they're a great band they've been around for 40 fucking years yeah you know they've had other things in in between you know with them you know forming 
you know, breaking up, disbanding, forming these other bands, and then now forming again, you know, like 15 years, you know, um, later and whatnot. You know, it just felt like it was it, it was the right time. It, everything is falling into place the way it should be. And and thank you, Tony, for even recognizing it. And and thank you, Angelo, for recognizing it. Yeah, uh, is uh, my tenacity of just. You know, like if you give me the the context, I'll, I'll do my best to 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 reach out. And what do I got to lose? I I just have to. They're just the worst that I can be told is no. So it's like, yeah. And if you already start with no, then you have nothing to lose. Yeah. Like, it's all right, it's like, already, if it's already gonna be a no, I, I'm not gonna be dis- disappointed when it is such. But hey, you have a fifty fifty chance of it being a yes. That's worth. The guess that what's worth just the uncomfortable rejection for a moment. And and my my initial point of this was like this is now branching into other things that I would have never expected. Like to me, this was just going to be, um, you know, I and I have big plan. I have big plans for this, and you know, do like get on some k- killer film festivals and and be part of something. Um, you know, bigger than myself, because that's what I'm always striving to do, too. But I think that um, it's really branched off into like, oh, yeah, but so-and-so from so-and-so band wants to be a part of this. It's like, holy shit, really? Yeah, Uh, yeah, let's, okay, what, when and where? But But So I would have never got that with Madrost. I I got that because of my inner, inner... tenacity of doing something and branching off and still wanting to create something in the genre of music that I that I truly do love. And I love jazz. That's like one of my Yeah, same. I, love I mean I love all kinds of music. Same. I just love music. Same. Music has never judged me. I with you. Um That's pe- why we're here. People do. Yeah. So they do. so with um with you know and and to your point, adding to the genre of, of of music, I'm still doing it. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, the the other thing too is, is like this could change their lives. I mean, it could or it could not. It doesn't matter. This we and if it doesn't, we still have the documentary. It still exists. It's you know, people could still, you know, this is this is how who I, who, who knows what's gonna happen. But this, so why not just go for it anyways? Who gives a shit? Well, don't be afraid to fail. That's my, yeah, I, my mean, whole you, thing. I mean, you. I mean, you. There's no master of something. How I look at it, when somebody's mastered a skill, because they've mastered every mistake to get to that point. Like, they've done all the mistakes. Like, they failed all those times, and that's how they got through it and mastered it. That's why they make it look easy. Like, oh, man, you've done all the steps. Like, that's hard to do all the steps. And keep going and keep going. And when you want to give up, you're just like, oh. Then you get into your self-deprecation mode. We were just like, oh, I'm not good enough. You look at other people's work. You're like, oh, that is so good. Then you got this mid-journey. You got this AI art coming out. You're just like, I can't compete with free. I can't compete at that level. I, there's nobody can. And then if people just have the like the lack of, you know, I always feel as an artist, there's we're not getting any credit. Like I don't understand why bands especially don't give the any of the artists credit for the album covers it's so bizarre to me i don't know you're talking to the wrong guy i know but 
but I there's always on my feed like every day there's always like a, I can see a band I can see my artwork I recognize my art so as I feed through I can stop right away and I'm like oh if my name's on there you're like nope so I have to type in oh artwork done by Tony Cole at sketchesoul.com dude, dude do you know you know what's so funny about that that makes a band feel like sh- absolute shit and look like shit it's I, so great it's yeah, so great but I got, to see that but it's just, because all the fans see that it's like yeah why is why aren't they dude please like I mean <laughs> if if you don't advertise for me then people don't know I did the artwork and i can't like keep going that's so bizarre or i have to or i have to hold on to work like how long do i you know how many album covers i've not released because the band has i'm not sure if the band's even together anymore i'm like dude after like two years i gotta share it like you know just just so my fans can see that i'm busy and i'm not slacking off you know, and that's uh, that makes it very frustrating. Well, you put in the time to do it. You might as well see it get released. And that's that's exactly the same mentality that I'm applying with this. The you know, doing documentaries, and I want to branch off into doing more of them because I think, again, if you say that you you got this, you got this, and, and I feel that I got this. I, I can do. I feel I'd be a good. I would do a good job. So why not go for it? Who's who's stopping me besides? Well, here's me? the thing too. In your in your heart and your spirit, you know it's extremely important to document this because it means something to you, and you know it means something to a lot of other people. They just never had opportunity to do so. Maybe they live in Canada, you know, or they live in South Africa or something like that. You know, they just they would love to do it with that band, but they don't live an hour away or less than an hour away from these people. You do have this opportunity. This is the natural progression from all these podcasts. This is just a natural progression. Like you've done enough interviews. Like not that you won't keep going and keep doing them, but you have like you've done like just I just watched you set this up right now. It made me so happy. Like, oh, with the waters and you got all the mics and we're setting it all up. I mean, next thing we gotta do is hook up your banner. We need a banner for back here. Just cause I love you. And this is I just want a fun banner for you. And then we'll put the little magnets on it. Boom, boom. Fully smoking mirrors. You won't even know that we're in a garage. You know what I mean? Just, but just I like to smoke mirrors. I love it. You know what I mean? That's just how I roll. But you know, it's just that's the magic of art. And I just want to show you the magic. I just want to. That's what it is. It's just the magic of it. Just the art is like it's the spell casting. It's the distraction. It's the keep your. I can I can program your mind in an image. You know, I guess why a lot of people might not like a lot of my death metal stuff because they don't want to be reminded of like the horrors of, you know, of certain realities. A lot of people don't like to be reminded of the boo and the bad and the uh, and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do with it because it just happens regardless. Well, life is really about both aspects. You know, it's about yeah. the good and the bad. That's why I do the third and eye stuff, you know? It's, it's, as well. It's more than just, um, it's more than just, I guess, a, a uh, an aspect to life, but it's like, you know, and I look at it as enjoy it yeah. because we never know when our time's going to come. And I'm always, it, it, this is a selfish reason from, you know, I'm going to share with the world is, is I do these things because I want them to yeah, exist. Of course. Because when I am, am, am gone at, at a certain point, um, my fucking, uh, discography and legacy is going to be, so vast that people are going to be like, holy shit, he really did a lot. And yeah. he, and there's a huge void that I don't think will ever be filled by, you know, by anyone because of that. And that's that's really, well, it's a selfish reason, but that's really I mean, what that's, I'm... That's why everybody does it. That's, that's why, why we all, that's why we're here, is to make stuff. I, that, that, you know, why, we, why, why we have consciousness 
if you're not making things from your heart, why are you just here to work and consume? Like, I like working and consuming too. I mean, I shoot, man, give me enough money. I'll fill up the house full of stuff that makes me happy for that moment. Then I'm like upset that I have to hold on to it for the rest of my life. I'm like, oh, I want to get rid of it. Who I can give this to? Do I sell it? eBay it? What am I doing? Hey, Thrift Jenna. store? This is so much stuff. I got so much stuff. I hoard like all these art supplies. Like I, most of my stuff is in Photoshop, anyways. But like I, hoard, I have like my watercolors, oils, like any any medium you want, uh, um, airbrush, compressors, whatever you want. Do I ever use it? Rarely. Markers, colored pencils. I have it though, just in case if I ever need to. You know, it's always like the. Legos and fun. oh my god, we're to keep buying more Legos. <laughs> JJ son's all in the Legos right now, but he's such a good boy. And it's like, I mean, if you're gonna invest, one thing about Legos, it holds its value. That's what's they're crazy. really fun to play with. Yeah, they're yeah, they are really fun to play with. It's and, like Play Doh. Play Doh for I like playing with Play Doh because well, it's like it's it, really fun. But my my one, I really wish that they would that Lego would make like. A big bucket of just all random pieces for like twenty bucks, but like a big five five pound bag for like just and it doesn't it doesn't have to be a uh, it doesn't have to be like a jet or a thing. It's just pieces, so you can build like because JJ he has all the Star Wars stuff, right? So we just got a Tie Fighter this weekend. Uh, Grandma got him, uh, you know, gifts one of those cards pre K prepaid credit cards so went to the lego store in the um uh what is the mission viejo mall down there uh by the five and there's a lego store in there so jj is looking around he's like oh this one's for like it was like 70 bucks i'm looking at this thing right i'm like dang i'm like well grandma gave you 50 bucks you got good grades all a's and b's i'm like i can front the 20 dollars like i don't mind paying 20 dollars on a lego i don't want to spend 70 (laughs) dollars I don't. It's Legos. They're just plastic. If if that thing falls and he doesn't have like to build it back to what it was again, and we don't glue the pieces together, like if once it falls, it just gets absorbed into the pile. Are you supposed to glue the pieces? For Some Legos? people do. Okay. Yeah, if they want the model to be like set and they're never going to take it apart, like that's the whole idea. Yeah, some people do. Okay, you know, we don't. Like now, if it if it breaks, if you can't put it back together. You know, if it gets too far gone, you don't want to work on it. Just let's put it in a pile and let's just make. We're imaginative. You know, we're creative people. But it seems like your son is that way, too, and, and uh, that could branch into so many different things. Yeah. Because when we it's, were that age, we were we were doing that stuff. We were I was playing with Legos. I was playing Mega Blocks. Same. And fucking, yeah, he, he has all my Legos from the 80s, you yeah. know, when I was a little kid, like when there was, like, the first um, uh, spaceship series. Like, he's got all those pieces. Like, I hope they're in good care, but... You know he's got a he's got a big Lego set you know at his mom's and he's got a nice nice collection here at our place but uh, but I would really I wish I could just spend twenty bucks get a big you know just even like a trash can size of for Legos but cool let's just pour my random colors I don't even care what the it could be special colors I don't even care but I just want something where I can build like a little fort I can build like a little hill I can build like something where you have all these you know super expensive hundred dollar you know model kit uh, essentially what they are and then but there, there's no environment for them 
And so I got, you know, we got leftovers, and that's what we did all weekend. I just built, like, these little forts. But, hey, JJ, we have a bag full of, like, blacks and grays. I'm like, I'm just going to build something here. And, like, and I, t- I, I put two of them. I made, like, two little ones so, like, the good guys would have one, the bad guys would have one. And after we were done playing, he puts them together so it's, like, one big ep. So it was, like, cool. Then, you know, then my son and I have, you know, we could, that's our bonding. We're playing with the Legos, and that's really special, you know. And, like, we put them all. Like, I have OCD, so I put them. I'll put all the blues in one. I put all the reds in another. I put all the browns in another one. You know what I mean? I, I, they're all in Ziploc bags because that's how I – if that's how I get them to work. If I'm going to build and stuff, that's what I needed. To, like, I don't want to worry about digging through all this stuff. I want to just find my colors, see what's available, and just let my imagination run with it. You know, and I try to explain that to my kids. It's like, you know, when you're working, have your space dialed in. When you're, say, you know, I work with so many different mediums, in front of me has to have it clean. So when I'm working with leather, I have all my leather tools. If I'm doing a, on a painting, I have all my painting stuff up. If I'm doing a graphite illustration, I have all my graphite. If I'm doing pen and ink, like everything has its station. You know, you, it's too hard to work within the case. Like this, you built a station to do this, right? If you're playing guitar, like you got your state, you have your guitar, you got your pedals, you got your amp, you got your heads, you got your cables, you got your mic, like that's your, that's your kit, that's your setup, you know, and every skill set has a different setup. So I'm trying to imbue in my children is like, keep it clean first, clear out your palate, start fresh, and then you can add all the fun things that specifically, uh, you know, pertain to that skill that you're trying to practice and be better at. You, you know what I was taught was, were, was this aspect of big rocks first. Do the big rocks first. Oh, I like that. Big rocks first. So if you ever, you know, to, you Never know, you put way. your ice cubes in and you then let all the pour. There's there's a, you know, pour the water so it surrounds all the big rocks because you can't. If you try to put, you pour the water. It's not you ain't gonna fit the big rocks. So, what you, you know, there's there are, there's a YouTube video or, or, or a couple videos out there, where my my old boss Cliff was telling me like do the big rocks first. I'm like I don't know what that means. He's like, he's like he's like watch this video, and it was literally a guy putting a uh, you know in a uh, like a box like a clear box that you could see through. Okay. He puts all the rocks in all the big rocks, and then he fills it with sand. And then it fits out everything. Then he tried it with the sand first and then the big rocks, and they didn't fit. Gotcha. So I always start with the big rocks first. Start with, like, like with a podcast. Start with a computer. Right. Start with microphones. Get, get, get your brain going. Start with a mixing board. Right. Then worry about what kind of mics you want to use, what right. kind of, or, or what kind of, sorry, station you want. Start, you know, get a table, get a camera. Right. Start asking around. Right. So I just, and then you can figure out all the little things later. How to set up the 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 the, the setup here, yeah. which is get the materials, and then figure everything out. And you again fail till you succeed because that's all we ever do. I fail every day on everything I do, and it helps me get to that that success point. So well. That's how I look at it. I love failing because it gets. I don't look at them as failures. Yeah, I, I just look, look at it as a lesson. As like, yeah, it's like, okay, all right, that, didn't, didn't, that didn't work. I got to try something else now. Try this. Yeah, thing. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, so, just, it's just adjusting, fine tuning. You know, if you look at it that way, like a guitar or any instrument, like you got to twist the knobs a little just to get it perfect. And then when you get it perfect, you're gonna get it there, and then you're gonna work on that moment, and then it gets out of tune again. You know what I mean? Like a wave. You know, so many uh, 
ways to describe it, right? You know, it's like, oh, like riding, I feel like sometimes riding a wave, like, oh man, this is, or it's this is up or down. You know, it just I, I I feel like those are all analogies to that feeling. You know, like when you play with music as well, too. Like there's like a, I feel like there's a wave. Like you're like I don't surf, you know, but I understand the concept to a degree, and that's when I play music with somebody and it locks in. You're like, oh. Oh, we're on time. Oh my God, this is amazing. And then I get all nervous. I get all excited that I'm the one missing the beat and I'm shaking my head and feeling like an a-hole. But that's but that's that wave. You know, same, you know, sometimes with painting as well. We, and conversation. I was gonna say, because conversations like that too, you yeah. know, like I have never been the best communicator. I, I just have to keep working on it and, and yeah, eventually we all do. eventually, but I'm saying like we all start from somewhere and we just, I had to kind of, for me personally, I had to kind of just see what happens. I always say, I'm like, you know, let's just see what happens. Yeah. You know, if I talk to this lady or this this gentleman or if there's a conversation that that (laughs) sparks and. I know it's funny having a blue beard and kind of being colorful. Uh, especially with Yamara as well. Like when we're together in public, especially around here, we always get very, uh, very nice compliments. We get a lot of nice compliments, you know. And then some people are just, they're kind of like taken back, especially like a grown man with a blue beard, which walking around in Orange County. Uh, interesting, you know, but it puts a lot of smiles. I feel like it put more smiles and frowns on people's faces. And that's kind of cool. Uh, because there's times I, I forget I even have a blue beard until somebody reminds me. I'm like, oh, I do. I'm all, yeah, I do. I, I kind of forgot. Right, but that's not like a full. But if you didn't know me, I mean, you know me for many years. I mean, you know me before even I can grow a beard. Like I didn't even know I can even grow a beard until like a few years later. And I was like, oh, after the divorce, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grow a beard. Never had a beard, and I'm like, oh, I I can grow a beard. Oh, that's cool. And then I met Amar, does hair, and needed a a a beard model. That's how it all started. I'm like, oh, I'll be your beard model. What color can we do? Can we do blue? Oh, absolutely. Did blue? I'm like, I love it. This is. Awesome because I'm not in. I don't want to see my grays. I don't want to see more grays on my face. I don't want to see me getting older. It's it's depressing. It's like it's hard for me. Like I I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, what happened? Like not that I'm like I know I'm grateful to be be able to grow older, but there's a there's a part of me that's still not used to it. You know, and you're just like, oh, this is now falling off or turning gray or growing more of this or getting more wrinkly of that. Like. That's a heavy concept. We yeah, but at the end of the day, nobody cares. I care. For me, I'm I, I've looked at my face my entire life. I've watched me grow. Now I'm growing into this stage, um, and I'm grateful. For, like I say, I'm grateful for it. But at, there's moments where I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like, who is this guy? Who who is this guy? You know, I'm and I'm and I'm happy. I'm, I'm you know, I love my situation, love where I'm at. I'm, you know, I can work harder at certain things and make certain things happen. But what we all can, but whatever. But there's a part of me too is just like, yeah, let's get to the point where I don't care to die. I want to die on my face. I, I want to change it up now. Like you know, die it's just hair. You know, what's the worst? I could just shave it off. You know, it's not like the tattoo on my face or piercings or a thing and a thing and a thing and a and a thing. No, no, it's just a little bit of color in my face. Yeah. I'm an artist. I'm art. You know, I'm a, I'm an artsy fella. I feel I can get away with it. I've done enough art. I mean, you know, I designed this hoodie, and you you mix it together. It's, it's a good pair. Well, it's, and speaking of pair, you know, clothes are, are are one element to you know of expression for me too. Same. You know, like I 
look, I am a 90s kid through and through. Word. I'm a 90s and early 2000s kid. That's when I grew up in. Yeah. Um, and when I was going through home videos and whatnot, everybody was wearing overalls. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Right. I'm like, I want to get overalls like, really big at one point. I'm like, I want to get a pair of overalls. Yeah. So guess what I did? I'm a grown ass man. I make my money. I fucking bought a pair of overalls. And but I had look, them. I look, but you look amazing in them. I, I got them hemped. You know, because they, they've. The one thing about overalls is they're really. I mean, they, they're they really long. Like the smalls, they're sure. fucking. Uh, it looked like a like a dress, so yeah. I had to I had to get it hemmed and and I was like thinking I'm like yeah like I'm adulting right now this is awesome yeah. and I'm like this you know these pair this pair of overalls means a lot to me and I'm gonna fucking wear them and I get looks all the time with wearing my overalls but you know I got the 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 Gatsby hat on that I like to wear now sure. and, and I'm I'm older yeah. I got my long hair you know I'm th- kind of thinning and. That's just part of. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. It, it is what it is. I, 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 I love it. At oh, the end of, I, I would I, say I love it. Oh, from I, my personal experience. Well, that's again where I'm at. I'm now, glad you where you're at. I, I'm uh, glad you can appreciate it. I just for me, uh, it's yeah. Continue. I, I, I can't look like I did at thirty. You know, yeah. Not a lot of people can, unless. That you got a bunch of money and have hair plugs and things of oh, that yeah, nature. Oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about. So it's like, you know what? I'm just going to be natural. I'm not going to get Botox. I'm not going to get this. Right. I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to go through life, and however I look is is fine. I'm, I've never tried to impress anybody with my looks or anything. I've just kind of just have been me, and uh, I, I just really think that my personality outweighs my looks to begin with anyway. So it's like, this is who I am. I'm proud of who I am. Whatever clothes I want to wear, whatever, you know, hats and this, and it is what it is. I, I just, I love life and I'm going to keep loving life no matter what. So I, I think for me, I think for me, I, I have to stare at myself in the mirror and I get bored of looking at myself. You know, I'm just like, mm, what can I change up? Like, what can I, what what's expected of me and let's not do that you know like i love wearing like bracers and like a harness right that took me a while to to be able to just be comfortable with that wearing in public especially a bracer it's like whoa you know I, and back in my head i'm like i think all these people can talk a bunch of shit i'm like all right, I'm, i was ready for it you know i i'm calling it i'm wearing it but you know I've got more compliments than anything. Well, the fanny pack too. When I when I love wearing my fanny pack, dude, and it's, it's just awesome. No, dude, you know what's funny is I see more people wearing a fanny pack. It's like yeah, yeah. it's super smart. Like, like you know, my grandma used to wear a fanny pack. We used to go to the fair, yeah. if we, and or or she when she go to Vegas, she always rocked a fanny, and she had a nice one. She had the bling on it. She had like multiple pockets, with the zippers, and like but metal. Like she went out. Like it was like when they were first in the eighties when they first popped off. Uh, they're huge, and I love that you're rocking them, man. Because it just it just makes me think of my grandma, man. But that's part of who I am. I know, but you were rocking those for a long time before they were. I don't know. I I just feel that that they're efficient. Like you can take everything out of your pockets. It sucks to have everything. That's why I like the harness, right? Like the harness to me is like the fanny pack to you. 
You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want everything in my pocket. I got to sit down. I got to pull the things <laughs> out. Like, ugh. And then I right? got to worry about leaving my wall oh, on the table. Oh, absolutely. That's the worst. I, mean, I still rock a chain. I have a chain connected to my keys and my <laughs> wallet. Just because if I didn't, it's not It's not even for style. It's really just because I will for, I'll lose it. I just, I just know who yeah. I am. Like yeah. I, I just lose it. I wear bright colors so my kids can see me. I can be easily found in a in a big crowd. Hey, here's that guy. Over Maybe there. that's why I wear my overalls and my my Gatsby hat because it's like, dude, I'm I'm, I can my, see I'm ya. my own. Yeah, it's like, hey, there's yeah, because you know what, a tan man. You know, here here you know another thing like Yamar and I always talk about. We 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 look at people, not to say people are basic, but you know you know what a basic you know basic is to me is they look like everybody, you know they it, they it's the same fashion the same same everybody looks the same you know so to me they become basic right and i'm like oh life is like a video game you just you owe it to yourself to really dive into what you love even when it's scary because there's a greater reward a that you overcome the fear to know you can walk out in public don't no matter who you bump into it could be police it could be gang members it could be parents it could be friend it could be whomever you know, random strangers. You don't know. I mean, the world's kind of a freaky place, man. Like, we live in Southern California. There's a lot of weird things that go on around here all the time. And, like, sometimes you don't want to bring attention to yourself, right? But I bring a lot of attention to myself. Like, not, un, like, not doing it on a purpose, but for how I feel good about me, it's, it's like this, you know? And it's not the quote-unquote norm. And that was a and I've been grateful for that ever since 88, rocking Metallica t-shirts, having Puss Head, a phenomenal artwork, like just in huge pride. Like, dude, this is the baddest t-shirt anybody got. You're not going to find this at Kmart. You ain't going to Sears, JCPenney's. You ain't going at, you know, uh, oh, there's it, a lot of those places. But it's an expression of who you are. And I think yeah. that, you know... Miller's, say, oh, see, real quick, Miller's Outpost. That was another name. It's not around anymore. Okay, sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. But I, I guess what I'm uh, going towards is like I've already done that in my past. Like I've worn the the jeans and and band t shirts all my life, Same. and that's and only that. Same so, forever. I was like that was that was the <laughs> uniform. That's the metal uniform. And, and I'm not saying I don't, but I'm yeah, saying I like, don't do it all the time as well. Was, but yeah, like, grab of it, kind of. I'm I I want you know if I want to wear you know this kind of pants or this hat it's just another aspect of of, of who i am because i i don't just do black t-shirts and black pants that's not a part of who i that's that's a part that's not who i am absolutely it's just a part of it it's like it's like a relationship you know and you focus on one aspect only and it's like no that's like a part of relationship it's not the whole aspect in my opinion you know uh, uh, a successful relationship is not just you know um it's clear, concise communication. Yeah, it's but it's not just like <laughs> Part all about all about sex or all about um, you know emotional things or f- physically. It's it's all of the above. Yeah, it's all you secular. Need, you need all of it you need to, all of it to sure. have the relationship. And, work. and they all have to have equal amounts of time dedicated to right. it. Just, that I is feel true. Like that is a, a form of expression, just like clothes. I get that it's it's not it's way far off, but I always equivalent. It's like. You need both aspects. You just need. I need all aspects with what I'm, yeah. what my uniform out in the world is. Yeah. I'm not trying to be the rock star. I'm not trying yeah. to fucking wear 
platform boots and be Gene Simmons. I'm just I'm I'm not that guy. This is who I am, and and if the world accepts me, that's awesome. If they don't, uh, I I still love myself enough to where yeah, it's, like, it's who still cares? fun. Who yeah. cares? You, yeah, yeah. Like I can say you and have to look people, yourself in the mirror. And there's gonna be people that will will look at me and be like, like if he's rocking it, I want to rock it too. Totally. Now I have the now I have the um. Um, the confidence because oh Tanner's rocking it. That I've always loved those hats. I'm gonna start wearing. Yeah, it. and then like I know I'm I'm with you, man. I I I think people because are just people afraid. have done it to me. People have all like uh, inadvertently like give me the permission to like oh like you rock a harness. I want to rock a harness. Yeah, right. Like dude, that's awesome. And by the way, overalls super convenient. Hell yeah, they are. Pocket here, you got. Deep pockets here. You yeah. gotta fly there so I can take a piss, and then yep. I have to take it my my overalls off. I just like, you know, rock in phone here. Yep. And then I got the fanny pack over, so I can oh, dude, the you're double rocking, buddy. Jeez, you know. And then I got the, the 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 jacket around, so you can see the shirt with the overalls guy. and the hat, and it's like, yeah. Dude, we should have it. We should have a little action figure like that of you with a guitar. That'd <laughs> yep. be so much fun. Again, yeah, again, you can three D print it again, though. See, so that that could be my action figure. Yeah, and along with this guy, you can be that guy on the T-shirt. Yeah, you know, or you can have like the mask. You can change the heads out. You can pop the head, and you can then you have this guy's head. And so instead of a guitar, you can have like the uh, shovel. That'd be dope. And then we'll that make be dope. we'll make Legos for JJ. Oh my god! Change right. out the heads. Of course, That'd be so dope. Hey, but you could three D print it. You know, really, I mean, just looking at it, because you, I mean, that's the thing about working on this mascot is that it's, you know, it's, it's character development. We have multiple illustrations of that, you know, and it's fairly simple. It's you know, straightforward. You know, it's. I want, I can't wait to do more with that, uh, that, uh, you know, with Carl and. Uh, with Carl, that's right. It's named Carl. I forgot the name of it. That's, now, what, I, that's what I call him. That's Carl. right, Carl. It's a good name. But it's just, it's fun. That, yeah. Everything that we're doing is just fun. Yeah, it is for fun. Well, and and like I say, it's changed us going back on making the music now, right? Now I'm having an opportunity to jam with a dear buddy of mine. Just to, like I've never had like an opportunity to play something as heavy as that we're doing. Not saying that's going to be like, but for me, you know, in fishing for Neptune, it was, you know, it was, it was awesome because of all the different other genres, you know, there's like there's rock and there's hip hop and there's funk, you know, and there's you know some blues in there there's a lot of different genres and so it helped me and I, you know, I put in a little you know a little bit of metal parts where i could but tastefully but never have an opportunity where i can just like all right now i get to work on songs but in my head write the drums as if it's you know for for metal like i could i could put blast beats in. i never had a reason to put blast beats and fishing for nept kind of but not like, not how we want to do it in metal. You know what I mean? Not when it's just in your face. Like, oh, it's so exciting. And I'm very excited about this project. I, you know, I work with just one other person. And so my buddy Richard, it's kind of up to Richard, how much work we put in it together to make it happen, as opposed to like three other people. You know, it's like, oh, what if we just got, I want something, like you say, put the, I want to build the rock, big rocks. We're doing the big rocks first. And that's what I'm very excited about. Just have one other person be like, yo, man, like he already did. Oh, he has his one man band. It's called Swinefucker. Like it's just him and a drum machine. I'm like, cool, but I'm a real drummer. Let's just play with a real drummer. You can have the drum machine is never going to go anywhere, but I want to jam with you. And let's, you know, I'm, I think I'm sexier than a drum machine. Like I'm just going to say it straight better, up. Better to look at. Like, probably. yeah, I'm way more fun to watch. I promise you that. <laughs> I might not be as fast as, a, as, 
or on time as a drum machine, but I guarantee you can have a good time. But but you're just excited about that, man. Like, wow, what an opportunity. I get I get to I get to, you know, make a metal project have always wanted to do it with other bands. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had so many ideas marketing wise, uh just ideas in general. Uh I can never really exercise with a lot of other bands because they don't they don't see it. They don't want to invest oh, it's too much or whatever. They don't want to invest in it. I'm like it's too much now, but if you had if you ever if you and your bandmates every six months invested like fifty dollars, hundred dollars into the band project every six months. Doesn't have to be every month. But that's like five to six hundred bucks or three hundred dollars to make something. That's cool. Bunch of stickers, you know, flags, you know, and don't spend any of that money on your equipment. As a musician, your equipment doesn't come out of the band fund. That's how I look at it. Like you make artwork, you make the spell. You make the screw, you make the image. Here you go. If people like it, they're gonna give you this currency. Right. And that currency, then you could turn around to then have the, your music then being mixed and mastered or have somebody professionally engineer it. Like we can do like home jobbers the best we can, but I haven't studied it. I don't know all the programs. Like we'll probably be able to do something out of like GarageBand just because it's there. It's simple to use. It's like I say, it's real basic. I want it real tight with just two guys as, as opposed to all the fluff. Like if two guys can keep it tight. And feeling good and on time, like that's powerful. And then you can add all the extra stuff, like, you know, the backtracks and the other layers, you know, because I want the way I look at it, I'd love to have the demo is just the two of us. And then the studio is just everything under the sun because the studio should be. You know, you have a live album where it's just the two of us is in the raw, and then you got the studio version of it. You're just like, oh, they're both so good, but you know, this song I like live better, but this song, this other song in the studio is the best, you know. But give at least give people the option. I want to hear it myself. You know, that's why you did all this. Because you as a fan wishing other bands did that. Dude, I don't know any I do I mean bands I've worked with, you're the only band that has done this. Is taking your lives, taking your demos, and just release it like you, you. How many albums you released in the last two years? With all this stuff, yeah, I think, I think three. So dope. Yeah, I think I think yeah. three in the last year. That's actually. cool. That's... Two, no, I'm sorry. Um, well, without all the reissues, but yeah. So like from, yeah, within a year, I think we did three or four. That's incredible. Yeah, thank you. I probably appreciate yeah. that, and I love how it's. Because I feel like some bands would want to pace it out for years. Yeah, I'm but not, I feel well. If, they're just uh, live but, but as we talked about too, like you've you 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 release this after your fourth studio album, all these demos. So that's like you're legit. Like you know what I mean. Like you can totally do that. It's not like say say my, my new project. I'm releasing four of these demos and calling that like an album. You know, like. I would love to do those steps. Have like four, you know, like the fifth one would be once again. I'm gonna quote unquote. I just be cool to take your two two favorite songs off each album and do a live track because like the stuff that you just played me earlier today. You guys are on point live, and like if you even had to touch it up, I would imagine you would play in the 95, 98 percentile. So the slight touch ups are, are honest touch ups. Like oh, that little flub. 
Like, yeah, you could fix that. Everybody as a fan would appreciate the fix, you know. And sometimes if you don't, it's fine. Well, a lot of a lot of the reason for me doing the Lost Life series before we get out of here, I want to thank you for for coming on and hanging. Oh, brother, me. yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, we're, we're cutting it this short. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's it's it's. I think it's all. It's it's been a minute. We can always do a couple of these. I got it. Okay, know, fair enough. Yeah, we can do a couple of them. Yeah, I don't want to leave just yet. Unless you unless you got to go, that's fine. No, 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 no. We can okay. do a couple of them. Okay. Um, well, yeah. but. Uh, you know, I just wanted to kind of end this segment. Yeah, have absolutely. It, it be its own thing. I feel you. Just talk about totally. whatever we want. Um, but with the Lost Live series, you know, a lot of these lineups, I don't even know where these members are. I yeah, don't know. And that's so, true. A couple of them I've kept in contact with. I've given them a couple, you know, copies of, of this. Um, but it's just nice to have, again, that back in my right. in my catalog. Like, I, I found the DVDs of all these shows. Right. They're they're not even fucking released, right? Right. So the people that pre-ordered this got a free DVD of that specific oh, show so that cool. I I overlapped the uh, the audio from this onto the DVD because it's it yeah. it's it's those performances they get to kind of hear all the stupid shit we used, that I used to say in between songs and and uh, the, who I was at the age of. 16, 17 years old when those were recorded. Yeah, that's so. incredible, man. That young. Yeah, I'm looking at the artwork right now, too. Like, just a part of me, it's like, oh, you know, in my head, like, nothing's ever good enough. And then as you're, like, talking, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, it fits it. Like, yeah, it yeah man, like, I get it. Like, it's super fun. If I was 15, 16, looking at this cover, be like, heck yeah, man. And that's what it's for. It's for that spirit. It's for that. The youth. Yeah, man. it's for the, it's, yeah, it's. Right, that's what, the innocence, the fucking yeah, that's the, what we do yeah, for. totally the, the 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 rawness of it, the newness of it, like just starting out, and, and once again from this to like what you just played me before we started this, like wow, man. I mean, both of them are great, but like wow, cool that you keep doing it and you're on this level now. And you I know, you can you can just hear the progression of it. That's what a beautiful uh, gift you know you must feel. And like I say earlier, man, like you guys, you have a band like that loves you and wants to keep writing music and keep going. Like what a huge during the pandemic, post pandemic, like wonderful. I, I I can't wait to get back on stage. I'm I'm in recovery mode. I've I'm I'm jonesing to get back. Yeah. I, you know, and see him live. You should see him if you have an opportunity to see him and Ross live. I do yourself the favor and do it. So and I, and I want to thank Tony real quick for the uh, the uh, Las Vegas Death Fest T-shirt. He gave me a few of these guys. Yeah, so. and I would love to do I would love to do a a series on just Las Vegas Death Fest. Maybe when my friend Richard comes over, we'll we'll just we'll just talk about it. Well, I, I can bring, I can bring over my equipment, or you guys come here. Yeah, we'll just come over out. here. Yeah, because because you know, or whatever. Either way, it just I like it in here just because. Uh, getting away from the house and just yeah well yeah. just it, i mean there's like we could listen to metal and like i don't have all my cds at my place and like it's special to have like vinyl being played for you or a cd being pl- everybody just wants to do it through the phone you know what i mean or online i'm guilty of that oh you know like i have the cds but i'm like just on youtube and i'm like why am i listening to commercials when i have the album like no it's special to be here man uh yeah you're only five minutes away yeah, yeah. why not well, well, well yeah absolutely get that uh, that worked out as soon as you know as as soon as you guys are in town and, and we'll do something. Yeah. So, but Tony, I want to thank you seriously for all the the work that you've done, not oh. just for me personally, but again, 
the, the whole community oh, out here. Thank you, brother. You know, it, we the whole the community is is better with you in it. Oh it's man, better, well, you know, with you reflection. being here and uh, <laughs> and you know the incredible work that you have bestowed upon Madras and given oh. us our image. I mean, again, the Lost Lives Volume One was super fun with incorporating the history of that venue. That's that was no really cool. There. That was real cool with the with the the, the airplane. Yeah, and the, the how the stage would have looked. But still, once again, another challenge to keep it demo vibe. You know, because it's a part of me. I want to render it, and you're just like, no, 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 keep it fun, keep it like high schoolish demo. Like, all right, that's what this, that's what it's for. And I had to keep reminding myself of that. You know, and it just was like so incredible that. You know, people, the the reaction to it has been wonderful. People are really enjoying it. People are, you know, have texted me cool. since then saying, like, these these tracks are fucking amazing. I'm right. like, oh, my God. Like, thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely, like, man. You know, to me, there's like, they're, you know, they're not perfect. There's flubs. There's mic hisses. There's all the shit. Yeah, that, that's what makes it fun to listen to but, a live album. Yeah, but it's like, that that is what it is. Because that's what you get that's in real you life. Yeah. You get all the fuzz. That's what makes it fun. You know, like I always like it when they give like a little story or like they're just talking. I'm like, oh, this is what you sound like? Oh, that's cool. And again, we were 15 to 17 yeah, year old kids, kids playing this. Totally. Stuff at a time when, cool you know, in, in Orange County in 2008, what was fucking happening then? You had metalcore bands. Yeah. You, had, you had all sorts of things happening that wasn't this. Like, was, this was like... It's own. We were our own thing. And yeah. We still are our own thing. But back then, that's what made it even special. And to have this venue that brought out amazing recordings that that were only ten to fifteen bucks to 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 get the the copy of that specific live show that you just played. And yeah. we I played in my car as soon as I as soon as like we got off the stage, had all the equipment on. So cool, man. I would, t- I would tell my dad, "Yeah, let's play that. Let's play the CDC. Let's How, do look, it. Let's see what we sounded like." So and then cool. it would force me to get better as a yeah. musician. And yeah, to hear absolutely. like, oh, like okay, like I fucked up here. I'm like, oh, I don't remember. Okay, I thought I fucked that up. Okay, no. Right, even, right. And it's I like, do. I, I do the same thing. So, but again, finding like you know, then years later, finding five to six of them. Oh yeah. And I, I have more. There, I mean, I'll show you them, but you know, some of them are I, I probably don't want to release, but I might. Who knows? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it. there's just more material. Yeah, more it's, material. it's, it is what it is. Maybe put a box set together with all, yeah, all them, absolutely. and that bonus thing could be the one I didn't want to release on its own, and and that's the little bonus that you get for the, with that album. But Tony, just thanks for all that you do, all your talents, oh, just that you as a human being, and uh, I'm looking forward to many more conversations with you. Same. Looking forward to hearing your, you know, the new project. Uh, when, same. Uh, I'm excited as well. Like and, I'm really excited to but, show you guys. And, and where can people find you before we get out of oh, here? Oh, uh, sketchthesoul.com. Just go to my website. That just, just start there. I'm on all the social media platforms. When you go to the website, it, all the links are there. As opposed to going to blah blah. Sketch the soul. Just you know, you know, it's like you're sketching the soul. You know, cause my last name's too hard. Nobody cares. But uh, yeah, you find me there. Uh, thank you again, T. Always a pleasure. Always an honor. Uh, I hope people had a lot of fun on this one. Uh, you know, this is once again we haven't done it in a minute, and I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I'm probably not as like, oh, I should be on the camera more or whatever. Probably smoking too much herb, but whatever, man. I haven't seen you, and I love you, and thank you for uh, inviting me over, and all the gifts, and all the things we get to share, and all the cool music you get to play for me. And uh, Tan and I always get like hyped up. Like, I don't have too many like friends. That are into metal like much as like I we could we just love music and uh Tan and I just have a lot of the same passions and music is huge for us. 
and you know a lot of times when i get like uh extra bonuses of stuff from bands or festivals like i always like to give them out to certain friends that are worthy of it and tanner's always worthy of it so he, he gets a lot of my fun gifts man like we have a fun collection like tanner's definitely has one of the largest tony cole death or cd collections that i know besides myself you know so that's cool and it keeps growing so I, yeah I, I love your work i just love everything about you as a human being and yeah. look forward to ba doing many more projects yeah. together you know it's it's Absolutely. always super easy super fun and we just we know our lane we yeah. stick to it yeah. and, and totally. we grow from there so Absolutely. tony oh pleasure God, yeah. pleasure my friend pleasure pleasure so uh for another episode of poppets corner guys we're out of here cheers